Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a depressing episode of the Bandwagon Podcast. Ryan Michaels here with your boy who is also depressed, Chip Tiernan. Hello. Um, so the worst thing ever happened last night. Yeah. My heart was shattered into a thousand pieces. Yep. You know, I thought women crush your hearts. No. It's Kawhi Leonard. It's Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. I mean, he's a robot and all, but, you know, that, that thing has just artificial intelligence to Actually, the point. you know, it actually so- showed emotion last night. It showed emotion, yeah. It, showed, it, did, it did show it emotion. It showed emotion. As amazing as that was, excuse me, as heartbreaking and disturbing and disgusting and annoying and as I was so pissed Painful. off. Okay, so I want to just start with one thing. Why is our seven-foot center mm-hmm. standing at the top of the arc like a guard? Yeah, it's been happening all year long. Why is Kyle Lowry bullying our seven-foot center? Because he's a bully. Why is Serge Ibaka getting every offensive rebound known to man? Serge Ibaka, man. You know, I was really despising this episode because I just I don't want to talk about it, but we have to. And, Ugh. you know, it's just, I, it's like the Eagles all over again. Look, you told me before the podcast started, well, I said to you, we, we, I would have rather of us gotten blown out by 50 than the way that this happened. But like this, see, it's even more heartbreaking because it wasn't a choke. It wasn't. It we was just, choke. it was just a terrible loss. And like, I was sitting here watching it with one of my friends, and he's just, the last thing he said was, okay, he's going to score that, and then we're going to lose in the most heartbreaking fashion possible. Yeah. And I... And it's not even like he, like, it's not even like the like his shot was good, because it wasn't good. It just went in. Like, I... Okay, yeah, it, it like, it hit the rim three times. When does that happen? It hit the front of the rim. And at the front of the rim, then the back rim twice, and then went in. It's not like it was a perfect shot. It was not. Just get the ball in the net. That was just... That's a hockey tip. That was just the basketball gods being like, you know what? No. It was was the red jerseys. What do you mean? It was the red jerseys. They're just just bad luck. When does it happen? When does it happen... I don't know, man. I'm just looking for excuses. It's not. No, listen. It was just... I don't know. It just wasn't our time. It wasn't our time. You think it might have had something to do with two shot clock violations in the last two minutes of play? Well, that probably played a factor, yes. Okay. We'll get into it. Will we? Yes, unfortunately. All right. Well, nothing going on with the Flyers. Nothing going on with the... Uh, well, we Steph Wisniewski's back with the Eagles. Yeah, I'm excited for the Eagles this I year. I like that. I'm excited for the Eagles. Yeah, I can't wait for football season. It's only, what, four months away? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, it's going to be a long summer. Unless the Phillies, I mean, listen, they're, they're, <laughs> listen, they, they're starting to put things together. The pitching. I'll well, say that. Well, they're three games in first place, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're, they're playing well. That's all that matters. Yeah. As long as you know someone pitching, can pitching starting to come together. Zach Eflin. Zach Eflin. Oof. Has oof. I'm I'm just gonna say it straight up. Say it. Ginormous sack. Yep. Ginormous. Agreed. Gargantuan. Yep. Like those things are beanbag chairs. <laughs> I don't know how he's walking right now. 
It's like that episode of South Park where they're bouncing around on him. Agreed. Because he is killing it. He is killing it. I don't know what happened. First of all, okay, who's this Cole Irvin guy? Seven innings pitched, five only five hits. Yeah, that, that's a little much. One earned run, and, and it, it was against the Royals. But I mean, that's a it's a major league major team. Major league debut. Major league, major league team. You're facing a major league team in your debut. I don't care if it's the Marlins. I don't care if it's the Rays from ten years ago. Yeah, man. Nola's starting to come around. Eikhoff's been good. Arietta's alive. Arietta's been he's alive. Eh. He's breathing. He is. He's breathing. We'll give him that. But. I think our pitch is starting to come around now. I think Bryce Harper needs to uh, start killing it, killing it. Yeah, he... Listen, I think him... Honestly, him just being there helps his team. Honestly. Like, yeah, he doesn't get, you know, three hits every night. He doesn't get... He doesn't hit two hits every night, but... You know, he'll give you, he'll give you a home run every now and again. You know, he'll give you a double. He, get, he gives you a lot of walks. He gives you at least one a game. And, like... 299 strikeouts. Well, yeah, that too. But listen, that's what we're expecting. We know that's how Bryce Harper is. All right, well, let's actually get into it in full when the podcast begins and we can stop mourning our loss. All right, well, I don't have anything left to say, Chippy. What you say? Cue the Rocky music. You're listening to a Philly Sports Nation production. Enhancing your Philly sports experience. Let's crash the boards and get this over with. The Sixers lost. Yep, they did. Game seven. Yep. In the most heartbreaking fashion I have witnessed in my life. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, that was the first buzzer beater to win a game seven in NBA history. Did you know that shit? Or do you know it now? Of course it's against us. Of course it's against us. Of course. Kawhi, the most Philly thing. Kawhi Leonard should not have had the ball. Well, I mean, it's, it, the, keep it out of his hands. Do everything you can to keep it out of his hands. Well, I mean, obviously he's gonna it's, he's gonna have it. I mean, he's their best player. All right, l- let's stick to our game plan here. The first thing I'm going to start with: Joel Embiid was dead weight until the middle of the third quarter. Yeah, he was. He looked like like you said earlier, game five, Joel Embiid. He did. He looked like he had no motivation to be out there. He looked like he was dying on the inside, just like the rest of us are <laughs> after that loss. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, listen, you saw the emotion from him. Um, you know, it couldn't have been easy for him. I'm not saying that he's not emotional about it, nor am I saying that he's a bad player. I'm just saying, what is going on with him that this keeps happening? Because it looks like he's a do- he's dominating one game, and then he's like, no, I'm going to take this one off. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, the bottom line is he's got to be better with his body. Okay, six he's- Chick-fil-A milkshakes? No bueno. Whether that's true or not, it doesn't matter. He's got to be... He, he's an NBA player. He's getting paid a lot of money. And he's, you know, he's the star of a team. You know, he's he's the number one option of an NBA team. You have to take better care of your body. I, I don't care. You know, I, I know he's seven foot. I know he's bi- he's a big dude. But come on now. I, I know. It's just... It, it seems so weird 
that he would just fall ill during this series. Being too. sick for an entire series, especially a seven-game series, and it went the full seven games, that's a long time to be sick. That's, you know, that's three weeks, maybe, Look, of being sick. Michael Jordan went out there with the flu and dominated. Well, that's you know? Michael Jordan. But. I, I know, but if you're going to call yourself the best at a position in the league, <clears throat> shouldn't you be able to do the same thing? Apparently not. Yeah, apparently not. Apparently you can't. Uh, and, you know, it's not the fact... I don't want Joel to leave. I don't. Right. That's the last thing I want. We, uh, but obviously, we still love Joel Embiid. I, I want this to stop. I, I need these yes. excuses. And, oh, oh, it, you, you can't really discredit uh, Joel because he was sick. Brett, you know what? Seriously, like, you shouldn't be talking right now. Nobody <laughs> yeah, that, wants to that hear was, that. That was stupid. That was dumb. Nobody wants to hear that yeah, at all. That was a stupid comment. Okay, I'm sick and I still went to work, you know? Right. I mean, yeah. But um, that that's all I'm going to say about it. I mean, just, you know, we all know that he has to be better with his body. Uh, we all have heard, you know, the national guys talk about it. We've, we've heard everyone talk about it. Um, you know, uh, we've heard well, he needs about... Well, he needs to better condition himself, too, because, what, every well, other yeah. game he needs load management? Well, yeah, I mean... That that's I don't think load management that is is an issue. I think it was just the the sickness playing playing an effect. Um, <sighs> yeah, of course. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. Um, go you know going back to the you know offensive rebounds playing a factor. I want to talk about the last three possessions because I, you, I'm kind of I'm you, all ears, man. You, you kind of hinted at it. You know, coming out of a timeout and and having a th- uh, twenty four second violation is the absolute worst thing you can do in an NBA game. Not just a playoff game, a- in any NBA game, that's one of the worst possible things you can do. And they did it twice. They did. They, they had a twenty four second violation twice, basically. And we all know. And uh, listen, I'm going to put this on the players because. We all know Brett Brown is one of the best at drawing up plays coming out of timeouts. They just didn't execute. Okay, but the same thing can be said vice versa. He didn't draw up a play good enough to get one player open. That I I just I don't know. I I just Okay, but if he has that much experience and he's one of the best in the league at drawing up something coming out of a timeout, he should have been able to draw something up that would have got them at least an open shot. Not saying that it would have went in, not saying that it wouldn't have been that would have would have been an amazing shot, but they should have had something. Well, they, and I know it does fall on the players they when, didn't they, execute. When, it, when it gets down to 4, 3, 2, 1 and done. They didn't execute the play. If you're if this far into the playoffs, you should be able to make something happen. Something. Yeah, anything. I agree. They didn't execute the play. I think coming out of a timeout, it's on the coach that they didn't draw up a good enough play. I know you disagree with that, but coming out of a timeout, he should have drawn something up that would have got something. Something. Again, I, I, I disagree because he, he drew up a play and they didn't execute the play. Like, I don't... I don't know what else. Like, what do you what do you want to say? Like, that's what happened. If if you have a budding superstar in Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, <laughs> JJ Redick, Jimmy Butler, and Tobias Harris, those five names should get you an open shot if you draw up a decent enough play. They didn't. Okay. Well, listen. 
And I'm, I'm, but you're telling me that he couldn't have drawn up a better play. He drew up a play. Okay. Sure, he could have drawn up a better play. He could have drawn up. Yeah, he could have. But they drew up a play, and they didn't execute the play. It 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 falls on both of them then at this point. Yeah, it does. I mean, you think it lays more on the players. I think it's more on Brett Brown. But I, I don't know. I'm not really a Brett Brown apologist at this point. Because he's had opportunity after opportunity after opportunity after opportunity, and this is just annoying. So you want him gone? No, I don't want him gone. That, I didn't say that. All right, well, then what's with all the negativity on him? Okay, well, you have negativity towards the players. Do you want them gone? Well, no, but I'm just No. Saying, no, I, that, that's just one play I'm talking about. I don't want him gone, but... That's just one play I'm talking about. You're talking about opportunity after opportunity for Brett Brown. He usually doesn't change his gameplay up. Which I will give him credit for this series. He's done very well. He, yeah, he had he had a good series. I'm not, and we talked about this earlier. He had a good series, not a great, not a series. great series, a good, good series. You know this this series. You know, game five. Yeah, sure, I'll put on Brett Brown because that was just a terrible for all around. That's that, pathetic. That was awful all around. Game one also awful. But I think Brett Brown coached well in this series. You know, not I, and and you know, I know there's there's rumors if he's going to be fired or not. I, I don't. I don't think he's going to be fired. He's not going to be fired. And hear me, this is what, how I think about it. Mm-hmm. If we're able to re-sign Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris, obviously we give Jimmy the max, but we can't give Tobias Harris a max. I agree. Uh, let's start there, and I'm going to get to my point now. Yeah, I agree. If we're able to keep them, Brett Brown knows them. They can build a chemistry off of that. Yes. Now, if yes. Brett Brown, not not just Brett Brown, if the team isn't able to re-sign either of those players, I, I don't know if you keep Brett Brown. I think no matter what, they're keeping Brett Brown because with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, you know those guys, those two guys are staying, and you know those two guys have built something with Brett Brown. You know they built a, a, a comfortableness, if you will. You know, they built a bond together. They, they have chemistry together. So, I think no matter what, you know, I think you've got to give Brett Brown one more year. At least. But we say this all the time. This is like the third year in a row we're saying give Brett Brown another year. Well, listen. At, at what point do you think that, and not only myself, but other fans are starting to get a little fed up? Well, listen. And, yeah, they are. And that's just the Philly way. Listen, you got to think about it this way. Last year... You know, we made the playoffs as the three seed. We didn't we didn't think that was going to happen, but they did. And you know, you know, going into last year's playoffs, we were like, okay, um, oh god, watching the Phillies by the way. But going going into last year's playoffs, we were like, okay, you know, maybe they'll, you know, go to the second round. Maybe maybe they'll make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Maybe, you know, this year we had high hopes. You know, maybe maybe they can reach the finals even. Next year, you know, last year we really weren't sp- supposed to be in that position at, as the number three seed. You know, this year we were supposed to be. This is right where we're supposed to be. So I think you've got to give him at least one more year of having this team and seeing how far you can go. Now, hear me out. No matter what, I love the Sixers. Yeah. But this team. Did it really ever seem that they had an identity this year? 
I know there were new faces brought in. Yeah. I know two big trades happened this year for Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, and Boban Marjanovic. But did it ever really seem like they had an identity as a team? Did it ever really seem like they were unified? Did it ever really seem like they were going out there with a set game plan and playing Sixers basketball? Or did it look like they were just going out there and slinging it around? I think... there was no, What would you define as Sixers basketball? I think there were spells of... Of you seeing them play as a team, but it didn't. It didn't last. The only time it looked like they were playing as a team was when they were knocking down threes, like the Golden State Warriors, and that that's not sustainable, unless you are, unfortunately, the Golden State Warriors. Well, what was it? Game Game Three was probably the best scenario for the Sixers. Yeah, that, them. I mean, that was just the best game of the series. If you're talking, if you're a Sixers fan. And when, like watching that game, that was what this team could be. But they just didn't. It didn't last. It wasn't consistent. <sighs> and that's unfortunate. You know, I don't know who to blame. Um, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, you blame everyone, I guess. Um, but that that was what the Sixers could have been, hmm. and they still could be. If we bring the pieces back, that's the issue. I think more importantly, their bench needs to be... If we're able to keep those pieces and sign a decent bench, yeah. I mean, is Mike Scott a free agent? Ennis a free agent? I don't know if Mike Scott is, but I know James Ennis is. Hashtag Mike Scott Hive. He's the man. Yeah, true. Um, Headband gang all day. (laughs) Uh, I know James Ennis is a free agent. Boban Marjanovic is a free agent. Uh, TJ's a free agent, but I really care about TJ. Um, Apparently Brett Brown. And Jimmy Beller and Tobias, I think. I don't know if Mike Scott is. I'll have to look that up. But uh, I hope he's not. Yeah, so I hope he's not it. too. But definitely, I, I we, we have to address bench, obviously. We, we need to get deeper there because we can't just have Scott and Ennis just play. Okay, and I, I know... I know free agency is important, but before we get there and look at our options, I do want to talk about this in a little more depth. Okay. I know it's happened all year. You said this. Our center should not be at the top of the perimeter. Yep. He should not be out there. And then when you're watching shots happen all game, look, even on the defensive end, uh, excuse me, the offensive end, yeah, nobody was crashing the boards. Yeah. Nobody was under that net. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's 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 got to be yeah that, that now that is on the coaches, hundred percent. Because you're you're is that just Joel and B too lazy to go down low and do some work? Maybe, but again, it's it been seems happening like all it. Year. But like he he seemed like he was playing lazy yeah. until the middle of the third quarter. Well, listen, and and it does happen a lot, but when Embiid is on, he's at the block. And that's where he's at his best, because he has he has some of the best footwork ever. Yeah, but that pump fake, it's not working anymore. It's well, it it, it still sometimes works. Sometimes, but it not not like it used to, you know. Yeah, well, because he, it, it it works only because he takes too many threes. That's why it works. That's why he uses it. But he shouldn't be taking those threes. You saw he how many threes did he take? He went one for six. Listen, he can take a few threes. A few, but not six. Not six. I agree. He should be taking 
three, two maybe three, four, maybe four. Two to two to three. Yes, I agree. Just just to keep that pump fake option open. Right. But when you're taking six, you know, someone's gonna be on you. When you're you. when you're a center and you're the number one option on a team, your home has to be under the rim. Yes. It has to be. That's got that that's gotta be your priority if you're Brett Brown. You gotta you gotta drill it into Joel and Bean's head. He's not a guard. No, he's not. And you got you have to you have to tell him. You have to drill it into his head. That's where you gotta be most of the time. Not all the time, most, most of, the, of time. the time. You've got to be there. That's where you're at your best. Look, I get a change up here and there. If down low's not working, okay. Change it up. But yeah. that's coaching. Like you said earlier, that is a coaching strategy. You yep. know? Hey, let's try this and see if this gets some, you know. Yeah. Let's see if this gets some momentum going. Yeah, and that that's that's gotta be all in all, you know, looking at looking ahead. <sighs> and then it sucks. But looking ahead, I just hope that Joel and B the team takes this and it, it learns from it and it grows from it. That that's just that's one of that's if not the worst that's the worst way to lose in a in a playoff game. It's never happened before. It's never happened, and they have to take this, learn from it, and and move on, and and, and go to work this summer, you know, get better, and come back next season on a, on a mission. Do you think that this loss is going to be one that actually wakes up uh, not only just Joel Embiid? But Ben Simmons to finally stop being a little bit of a toolkit. It has to. It has to. Yeah. I don't know if it will, but it has to. Ben is just too stubborn. He will not take shots. This has. And, to, by yes. by the way, screw Howard Eskin. Well, yeah. But like we we were all thinking it. Why aren't you not taking shots at all? He had all season, all season. Why not? Do you do you know how much that shot would have opened up the lane just a little bit? When he has the ball at the top, nobody's there. I agree. Listen, don't go crazy with it. I know. I'm just going to say that. Don't. But it made yes, it impossible start, for Embiid to drive the lane when everyone's there. Right. You don't have to shoot threes, you know, ten times a game. Not even a 20-foot jumper. Just, you know, add a jumper to your game. I don't care if it doesn't go in. I don't care. Just add it to your game. Because then if you start shooting jumpers, you know, you can... You know, pump fake, go to the, go to and drive to the lane. It it just adds so much to your game, and Ben Simmons is already a fantastic player. It, it will add another a whole another dimension to his game that it, it'll make him so much better. And he, I don't know, he just needs to do it, and we we'll have to see if he does it. Back to our bench. Yeah, who would you like to see? I don't know. I mean, Ennis is a free agent. We know that. Ennis is a free agent. I wouldn't mind him bringing him back, but again, these have to be cheap deals. Yeah. Because I mean, you know, we don't have much money to work with, so you know, it's going to be, you know, veteran guys or or you know, role player guys who are on or who are going to take cheap deals. You know, um, and we got to mention JJ Reddick's free agent too. He can't take another salary cut. And you know, maybe he's not going to whether he will, whether he does or not. I think the Sixers should consider bringing him back. Uh, what? Why not another one-year deal? And you know, I heard an interview earlier uh, today. You know, he he likes it here. You know, and, and I 
I think he might take another pay cut. I mean, I'm not, not a huge, not as big as he did last uh, this past year, but you know, I mean, listen, what do you, what do you got? Twelve this year? Eight? Yeah, I think he got eight. Eight? I mean, you know, that's not bad at all. If we pay him ten million, I don't think that would be bad. Ten? Yeah. But I think you, I think you start off with eight. See if he takes that. I think we need to really focus on signing Jimmy Butler. We need Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I mean, obviously that's your number one priority. Obviously. What was it about Tobias Harris that just didn't click then? I don't know. I mean, listen, you got to think about this. When he was on the Clippers, he was their number one option. He's not the number one option here. He's the number, at best, three. Probably four. Probably four. So, you know, he didn't get as many shot attempts. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, and when when he did get him, he wasn't hitting him. You know, he he wasn't as efficient as he was when he was at the Clippers. Hmm. So, you know, I think if the, if if the, if you're going to give him a max offer, I wouldn't do it because he's your fourth option, and he, he you know he's not. He's a player that excels when he's the number one option or, you know, one of the top options on a team, and he's not here. So you can't I, – I, I don't – And who would you sign him. in replacement of Tobias Harris? I don't know. Um, probably not someone as expensive. Probably not someone as, as good as he is if you're not going to spend that much money. Um, but, yeah, you know, I don't know. I mean, we'll have to see – when the season's over. I mean, I think at this point we've crashed the boards enough. It's been one hell of a season. It was a good run. It's just losing that way is so hard to get over. It's bitter. It's bitter. I really don't know. Oh, man. It might be the sinus headache that's making it worse, but... That's probably playing a factor. (laughs) I, I, I face planet on my like on uh, my basement. Yeah, floor. I was I was just in disbelief. I was just uh, like my my face was touching the rug. I was just saying, of course, this happens this way. It was like the Eagles all over again. I mentioned that earlier, but oh my god, it was literally the Eagles. It was the Dude. worst possible way to lose, and they found a way to do it. Sounds Philly, huh? Chip, shut up. <laughs> oh, my God. Accurate, though. The, the one thing I will say to conclude... Plus, the Phillies are losing 2 nothing right now. We're about to get into that, because I, <laughs> I was going to go on a ramble. But I, I wouldn't consider this a choke like last year. It was not a choke. This was not a choke. This was, was a just choke. a devastating loss. It was just, there's nothing you can do about that. And, like... I don't. I'm not as mad as last year. And despite uh, and and despite of all the things we said, despite not hitting, you know, not getting points in the last three possessions, you know, getting out rebounded on the offensive side, you know, having five more turnovers. Despite all of that, we're still in the game. We have an opportunity to send it to overtime, and he hits the shot. Yeah. You know, that's not a choke. That's just unfortunate events that transpired. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing you can do. We played good defense. You know, the only thing you can say is, you mentioned it, you know, get get letting him get the ball. But 
No matter what, no, no matter what team it is, he's getting the ball. He has 39 points at that point. I know. He's getting the ball no matter what. And he got the ball. We played good defense. And he and it went it. What, what are you supposed to do? Cry. Yeah. We cry. Well, that's what Joel Embiid did. And I did too. You're not the only one, Joel. Alright. On that note, let's walk it off. So, we're watching the Phillies right now play the Brewers after a rain delay. Well, don't you know Aaron Nola comes in. He is having himself a night, baby. You know, two strikeouts already. Oh, well, yeah, he does have two strikeouts. But he also gave up two runs. And he has one strikeout. Two doubles and a triple. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Brewers are good, though, man. Yeah, Christian Yelich is amazing. He's unbelievable. He is so good. Oh, my God, he hits everything. If he didn't look like Pete Davidson, I would probably like him more. He does look like Pete Davidson. I never even thought about that. Oh my god, he does. I, I don't know what it is about Pete Davidson. I just he looks like him. I don't like him very much. Um, he does look like him though. That's crazy. But yeah, well, Aaron Nola. We we just talked about him coming around. Oh, well, no, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, it looks like he went back around the carousel. Oh. I mean, despite this right now. No, despite, 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 despite. <laughs> Our pitching has been pretty good. I mean, it's been coming around. Yeah, the Vinny Velasquez experiment is... Uh... Well, he's in the I.L., thank God. Uh, but, I mean... Cole Irvin, Cole though. Cole Irvin, out of nowhere. Out of left field. What? I mean, listen. I love it. Keep keep doing what you're doing. Hey, good stuff, kid. Yeah! <laughs> I mean, Eflin's been... Way out of just unbelievable. So good. Like, <laughs> complete game? When have you seen that? Complete game shutout. When's the last time we saw that? Two complete games in his last three starts. Yep. That's wild. As I said earlier, Eflin's got himself a ball sack. Right <laughs> yeah, Eflin's been great. Um, if, I mean, it, you know, it was one start for Urban, but if he can, you know, pitch pretty well for us. Well, look, it, it's a promising start, and that that's a solid lefty in the rotation, too. Yeah. If we can help. find a solid lefty in someone random, you know, like that, who, who, you know? Yeah. That that matters. That means that our farm system's working. We need more of that. Yep. Eikhoff's been good. And some players do just come up, and they're good. They're yeah. ready, you know? Yeah. Maybe he's just been down there preparing himself, and, and else is time to shine. Yeah. We need to see if this will pan out. Obviously, one start. Terrific start. I give him all the props in the world. Yep. Welcome to the show. But now it's time to show. Yep. He needs to... Uh, keep it up. Keep it up, yeah. And, now, and, you know, we're not saying, you know, go seven every night or every outing. But, you know... Keep the game within reach. Yeah. And, like, there are going to be bad starts. Yeah, there is. Like, if he has five good starts and one bad start, okay. That is what it is. That's fine. Even, not like even Cy Young Award winners usually Not have... like Vinny Velasquez where he's one good start and then five horrible ones. <laughs> All right. All right, Chip. <laughs> now, we got to talk about the lineup here. Mm. What's going on? I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. I mean, listen, we're winning series. I mean, we took two out of three from St. Louis. We took two out of three from Kansas City these past two series. And both of those series were very similar. The first game, we were awful. Mm-hmm. In both those series, but the next two games in in those series, we played well. It was weird. 
And if they're going to continue to do that, sure, why not? Because we're winning games. Now, why... Okay. Why are some of... It's, it's very weird what's happening. <laughs> I know. Well, Bryce Harper's still struggling. He is. Reese Hoskins is... He's doing all right. He's playing well. He's doing all right. He's playing well. Segura. Segura. I love Segura. Segura's amazing. I love Segura. Real Muto, he's underperforming from what I thought he would. Mm. From what I thought he would. And that's... He's not... Oh, he's not bad. I think he's middle. Of, I think he. I think he's right on where I thought he was. Okay. Well, I, I think that I thought that he would perform a little bit better here. Okay. Um, I thought Bryce Harper would perform a lot better here, considering how much he killed us. Yeah. Um. Yeah, McCutcheon's been a eh, little, little below average, but I mean, you know, he's getting up there, I guess. Um, Franco's cooled off. Yeah. A lot. He's cooled off a lot. Um, Cesar's still in the lineup. Uh, he's been well, that's okay. because Kingery's hurt, and Kingery yeah. is—he's starting to rehab, and and that's good. Like, and when, when Kingery does come back, just give him a chance. Just, you know, just give him a chance. We need something. Yeah, we do. Um, well, what are we missing in our lineup? Cesar's been okay, but you know, you got well. Give the him lineup a was so hot to start the year. Yeah. What are we missing? That did the league catch up with it? Um, I don't I mean McCutcheon. I mean, listen, our whole lineup was playing well. And now, you know, McCutcheon's not hitting that great. You know, Harper's still in this in this funk. Franco's cooled off a lot. He was very hot to start the season. Um and, you know, it it's just not you know, it's not it's not that lineup where you're like to start the season we were like, Oh, there's not a break in the entire lineup. Now there is. Yeah. So, you know, I think that's that's teams kind of starting to catch on a little bit. You know, they they can kind of you know, with McCutcheon, Harper, they kind of know what, what they're getting. Okay. Um, but listen, we're still winning. Hey, look. I think we forgot to mention something. Aaron Altair is no longer on the team, Thank baby! Thank God! Oh, my God. You know what? He was designated for assignment, and the San Francisco Giants picked him up. So I don't know. no chance I don't know who's running back. the Giants, but ha- have him. Go ahead. Have fun. Good luck. I mean, thank... The Lord. Nick Williams is starting to play more. It's, you know, it's a lot better. Uh, I'm just... Uh, I'm it, just happy. It was a happy day when I found that out. It was a very happy day. Amazing. A great day. It made my whole week. It chip texted me. It was like, Aaron Altair got DFA'd. Yup. I was so hyped. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Thank the Lord. Well, I, I, mean, I thought it would never happen. Uh, other than Aaron Altair... Being gone, thank God. Uh, well, you know, it's given Nick Williams more of an opportunity to play when he doesn't have Michael Franco's hitting two thirty four now. Yep. Oh my heavens! I forgot who Dubal is back. By the way, too. Uh, Dubal's dead to me. What? He's been all right. Yeah, he's all right. Okay. Yeah, he's he's a great leader. <laughs> really. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Oduble. I, I feel like Oduble's very expendable. What a guy to this team. Really? Yeah. I mean, if, I, if you take anyone out of the lineup, I think it would be. I thought it'd be Cesar first, but maybe you have a point. Cesar's been hot as of late. As of late, Cesar has been hot. Yes. And you know, with the leadoff hitter in McCutcheon, we have him for three years. Do, do we really need Oduble? 
I mean... Don't you want Nick Williams to come up and start playing more? I mean, I think Odubel's better than Nick Williams. Yeah, but, well, there we go. But, um... I don't know. I mean, I think you gotta trade... I think you probably look at trading Nick Williams. But listen, our bench isn't that deep. I mean, you gotta have a good bench. You gotta have good depth. Our bench isn't that deep. It's not and that great. And our rotation is poop. I mean, we are. We. I mean, we have a few injuries, but you know. All right, here comes Segura up to the plate as we speak. He is. There McCutcheon's he is. on first. Let's get something going. We're down right. two zip. He's hitting three oh six. That is fantastic. I like to see that. Now, see, that's a trade move that made a difference. That was a great move. Getting rid of Carlos Santana. Most we got. Of all. We got. We got rid of slop for a good player. I'm pretty sure you were defending Carlos Santana the entire year last year. What? Or is that you or is that your cousin? It might, might have been your cousin. I did not defend Carlos Santana. <laughs> I hated him so much. The only thing I said was he walked a lot. He did walk a lot. He did walk a lot, but he But was, that was it. He, he was either walked he either walked struck garbage. out or or hit a home run. He was booty. He was terrible. He was booty. There was no reason for the Phillies to sign him. We had Reese Hoskins at first. We're like, yeah, we're going to put Reese Hoskins in the left field. That was so dumb. So dumb. I don't understand. Uh, I'm, I'm well, glad Reese is back in his natural That's position, in the past. But... Yeah, let's not think about that. Well, uh, no, now the Phillies don't play a divisional opponent until mid-June after this. Yeah, that's crazy. That's a long time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think they should take advantage of this while they can. Um, the one thing, the last thing that I want to touch upon is, wow. Look at Gene. That's hot. Lean, mean, hitting machine, Gene. The last thing I want to touch upon is Bryce Harper. What? Why? Can he, can he get on? What? Why? Where? Who? When? Now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, his, his average is, um. It's dipping. It's concerning. It's concerning. Listen, I mean. He's hitting 229. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know where you're getting with Bryce Harper. I I expect two fifty. Two fifty. I expect two fifty out of him. What did he hit last year? Two thirty nine. Yeah, but the year before that, he hit what two eighty? Did he? I think he hit two seventy nine, somewhere around there. All right. I'll yeah, I like expect two forty five. Oh wow! Point zero five percentage points off. That's you a difference, man. That is not a. Big That's difference. a difference. Okay. Our two forty. No, I, I need two fifty out of them. Two fifty? We getting paid three hundred and thirty million dollars. Listen, man, he's here at Dingers, all right. A, a and two walk. a two thirty hitter is not worth three thirty. He's like he's just. Look at that beard, though, man. Look at that beard. All right, well, look. Continue. Come on now, come on. Look at him. All right, well, we are finished. <laughs> once Bryce Harper's done, what should we stay for Reese Hoskins at bat? I'm just gonna watch Harper's at bat. I mean. Look, he, he's got to do something here. Look at his beard, though. Dude, what is your obsession with his beard? He has a sick beard. I mean, he does. Thank you. Did you he know has nice hair. He's a Mormon. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, he's a Mormon. Oh, I did know that. Yeah. I did know yeah, that. Yeah, because I told you several times. I think my mom told me. His dad is jacked. Like, it's so ripped. Yeah, you just see him at the Home Run Derby yeah, last year? Yeah, it's frightening. Yeah, it's great. Oh, man. Well, I mean, his wife are expecting a child soon. Good for them. 
Congratulations, Bryce, if you're listening. You're not because you're playing right now. <laughs> you are not listening. You're playing <laughs> baseball at this current moment against the Milwaukee Brewers. And you're down 0-2. A fun fact about the Milwaukee Brewers. You know the glove logo that's on their arm? On their arm? Yeah, the glove logo on the left arm. You mean on their, that's their logo on their hat? Uh, well, they have the M on right now, but yeah, that one. No, they have the, they have the glove on. Well, they do have one. I think they're just wearing the M. Oh, they are wearing no, that wearing, one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's an M on the right and a B. Yeah, I know. I did not know that for a long time. Really? Yeah. You didn't know that? You thought no. it was just a glove? I thought it was just a glove. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Dude, that's like some of those stupid things where you're like, wow, I did not realize Well, there's, there's a lot of like logos like that that have like, that are letters, but it looks like something else. Yeah, ours are just very... Uh, ours are P. We have a P. Uh, Bryce struck out. All right. And with that, <laughs> we've walked it off for the night. And oh, boy. Chip. Yeah. I know this is our random BS section. Uh-huh. But this year in Philly sports has sucked. Yeah, it has. It's so far, and it's only May. It has sucked. It has sucked a lot. The Flyers are garbage. It started off with the Eagles losing... In the worst possible way, in the playoffs. Then the Flyers. Then the Flyers were awful, and now the Sixers have lost. Also, in the worst possible way, in the playoffs. This is awful. Here's hoping to the Phillies, man, because that's the only team we got left until September. I don't know, man. (laughs) Oh boy. Let's put it this way: the lineup needs to heat up. Yeah, yeah, it does. Again, we're winning games. I don't know how, but we are. Hoskins has been great, though. Look at that. 286, 11 homers, 35 RBIs. He's playing very well. I, I, I That's like a good Hoskins. year so far, it's man. Just... Considering he hit 240-something last year. I'm just saying, if I were to buy a Phillies jersey, it would be Reese Hoskins. Right now, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Or I, Segura. I, I, I Reese Hoskins. Okay. And that that might be because I drunkenly told Reese Hoskins to marry my sister at a Phillies game, and he turned back and laughed. But yeah, doesn't he have a? Girlfriend? It was before he was engaged. Oh, he's engaged. I think so. Yeah. Oh, good for him, man. Yeah, no, he's a great guy. Great guy. Also, sick name by the way. Reese Hoskins. Re- no, just Reese. Oh, uh, Reese. R H Y S. Yeah. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, that is different. I named my kid that. Yep. Shut up. Reese Tiernan. Sounds good, man. I hate you. That sounds good, man. Admit you. it. No. Why don't you just go Chip Jr.? Nah. Even if it's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what if it is a girl? Oof. Never thought about that. Um, I don't know, man. <laughs> People are starting to use, like, boys' names for girls now, and it's just weird. I, I met, like, three girls named Ryan this year, and I'm just like, the name means Little King! But, like, uh, there but, was a girl in my grade school. But it can, it can mean Little Queen, there too. Was, yeah. It's like, no, it cannot die. I knew a girl in my grade school named Ryan. You heard me. I said die. <laughs> wow. Harsh. You, you want the city of Boston to burn. I want people that name their daughters Ryan to burn. Damn it. Wow. Yes, I hate it. Oh man, I hope the Phillies. Uh, uh, let's just hope. Let's just hope they they don't win in the most heartbreaking way. What? You know, in the playoffs. 
if they make the playoffs. Lose in the heartbreaking way? In again? the most heartbreaking way. Because so far, it's happened to everyone. Chip, they're going to get to Game 7 of the World Series. Don't. And you're telling me. Stop it. Don't say it. <laughs> I didn't say that. I was swear to God if that happens. <laughs> I don't know. I'm moving. <laughs> Worst case scenario, uh, three balls, two strikes, bases loaded, no. walk-off grand slam. No. Don't. Oh, God. And, and, and wait. And the opposing team is down by three runs, so they only win by one run. Who's the opposing team? Um... Let's say Boston. I have a feeling it's either going to be it's either going to be New York, Tampa Bay, or Boston. So all AL East teams. Yeah. What about the AL Central? Is not good. <laughs> AL Central is not good. I think the Astros have a really big Astros. Shot, there you go. But there's just there's so many spots, you know. Angels no. Mariners no. Rangers blow. Astros. Who's the other team in that one? Astros. No, who's the other one? A's. Oh, the A's. Ooh, I like the A's. I don't think they'll do it. Uh, they won't, but I like them. Oh, man. Oh, boy. But I, I just don't. Reese Hoskins popped out to the shortstop. Great. All right, well, seriously, let's let's get back on track here. I, if the Phillies lose in the most heartbreaking fashion, too, uh, someone cursed us. Yeah, no, 100%. It was Drake. That, no, the, the Eagles happened before that. You know what? It's probably just like the gods being like, you know what? All right, you won in 2018 with the Eagles. Now you guys are going to lose everything. And you know, everyone on the internet hates us. They hate us. What do you mean everyone on the internet? Everyone, period, hates us. It's just like it's rubbing salt in the wounds. Man, I can't go on Twitter right now. We're good people, man. We just we're passionate about sports. Yeah, well, we're good people. We just hope that you get hit by cars. Well, you think that? Yeah, I do. You, you think that about a lot of people? I think you have a problem. <laughs> you told me that you want the entire city of Boston to burn in fire. Who? Flames. Who doesn't? Okay, from I have, Philly. I have the problem. Who doesn't want that to happen from Philly? Let's be real. I I, mean, I want the same thing for Dallas. All right. Yeah. Okay. You're right. Anyone who supports the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. Any Anyone who lives in Philadelphia that supports the Dallas Cowboys that, oh wasn't, my God. Wait, that wasn't born in Dallas. Oh, my God. Unless, unless their father moved here from Dallas or an influential figure in their life was from Dallas, which, okay, blurred line, but <laughs> those are the two cases that I'll forgive. Yeah, they but can if, all jump in. If you are just a random person who was just like, I like the Cowboys. Yeah, you can in. go quiche. Yep. Quiche. Do it. No, don't do it. Burn. Go join the city of Boston. Yeah, just go. In the Great Fire. Yeah. Ooh, even better. I have a better one. It's eternally happening. No, you can join the island. Mike- oh! <laughs> ben McAdoo. Yep. Brian Colangelo. Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly. And Hector Neris. Oh, Hector Neris should be totally on that island forever. Aaron Altair's now on that island. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. man, that's awesome. I'm Even so though he's happy. in San Francisco, he's on that island. Yeah, uh, he's on an island somewhere. Yep. Do you think he got lost on his way to San Francisco and now he's on the island? Probably. Didn't even fly there, just kind of kayaked. It was like, 
Oh, hey guys, you're like 30 feet off the shore. It's like his body was just pulled there. Like he didn't even he didn't want it. It's like the show Lost. It was <laughs> like, like the plane yeah. was pulled there. Yep. <laughs> it was like a magnet was pulling him there. All right. I think I think with that point <laughs> we're done. I think we're just del- like we're delirious from being depressed so much. Yeah. I know. All right, we're done for the day. We've reached <laughs> our destination. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Bandwagon podcast. Follow us on Twitter at PHL the Bandwagon. Follow us on Facebook at PHL the Bandwagon. Give us a share. Give us a follow. Give us a like. You can go to phlsportsnation.com for all your Philly sports wants, needs, and desires. You can read up about the Sixers' unfortunate loss and cry yourself a river, just like me, Chip, and Joel and B did that night. Follow me at PHL Ryan Michaels on Twitter. Follow Chip at PHL Chip Tiernan on Twitter. Uh, you can find all of our articles that don't really exist on PHLSportsNation.com. Um, yeah. Yep. All right. Bye, we're, guys. We're sad. Yeah, we're, we're sad. You are too. Bye. <laughs>